Welcome into the Invest Well Show. Listen, we've got a great show for you today. The question is, should you get out of the markets, the stock market? You may not know this, there's $7.7 trillion of larger dollars through bigger investors, institutional, and some other things that have left markets. They're going other places. Where are they going? Good question. I got the answer for you. We're going to talk about it today on the Invest Well Show. All right, so where are they going? That is a question. Everybody wants to follow big money in a lot of ways. You know, you may not know this, um, and I just kind of want to throw this out right now. The sponsors of this show, Wall Private Wealth, U.S. Private Wealth, other hats that I wear, um, you know, really have have watched and followed and been a part of helping families with wealth participate in some of this transition and transfer. So if you got questions right now, you want to make sure that you reach out to them. But I want to tell you, about what is happening right now. If we look, as I look at this, I'm recording this show Friday, October 14th. So Friday the 14th, not Friday the 13th, <laughs> Friday the 14th, right? So we're safe that way. But the Dow, as, I, as I'm shooting this right now at 1130-ish a.m., is down 17% year-to-date, the Dow Jones. Now, remember, the Dow consists of about 30 companies, 30 of the biggest, largest companies, for the most part, in the industry, in, in the market, and that collectively together reflects a negative for the year from January 1 to now of 17% down. Now, the S&P, on the other hand, you're going to see that chart on the screen. The S&P 500, obviously, um, illustratively, the reality is there's, there's 500 companies uh, that make up the S&P 500. That collectively year-to-date is down almost 24%, actually 23.91 if you want to be exact. Uh, as I'm shooting this right now at 11, now it's 32 a.m. Eastern Time, Friday, October 14th. So <clears throat> I want you to think about this. If you've been just participating in the ride of the market, maybe your investment structure, maybe your investment portfolio, maybe your 401k is set up in such a way where uh, you're primarily just in the market. So when the market goes up, you go up. When the market goes down, you go down. And you're kind of just in it for the long haul. Maybe you've been getting some advice from financial people along the way, and their advice has been like, hang in there. It's going to come back. The market always comes back and all of these things. Well, there's a couple key factors of why it is so crucial for you to think differently about your money. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. You must think differently now than you did even back in 2008. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, but when we take a look at what's actually happening <clears throat> with overall markets, what we know is larger dollars. In fact, where this came from, there was an article from Bloomberg Business. And the article in Bloomberg Business essentially said there were $7.7 trillion, uh, that is currently shifting from, from stocks and bonds. And that $7.7 trillion that is shifting from stocks and bonds is moving to direct real estate. It's moving to hedge funds. And it's moving to even private type funds. Now, I can tell you, I've always been a believer of the reality of this. A lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. And if you've been a traditional investor for years, maybe you started out 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago investing and you're starting to put money away every month and you're putting that vacation off because you're trying to save for the future. Or maybe you're putting off buying a new car because you're trying to save for the future. 
or whatever it is, you kind of have this delayed gratification mindset. You've been preparing for the future for all of these years, right? And now all of a sudden, you're sitting with some wealth. You got millions of dollars or more. And you're in a place where you're saying, okay, I'm finally here. But your philosophy, your investment structure is basically the same as it was 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. Maybe from a, from a market perspective, you know, uh, maybe from a large company perspective, regardless of who you're uh, working with right now, they may say, well, let's move the slider so that we have more bonds and less equities and, you know, all of this stuff that we hear. But I got to tell you, that doesn't work anymore. Just look at Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns as an example. Spo- supposedly safe. And in 2008, went, they went bankrupt. You know that bonds work on a par value. So as interest rates rise, the par value of those bonds go down, just like a seesaw. Remember the old cherry bump back in the day when somebody tries to jump on real hard the high point, and you're down there, and you come up, and you go, boom, and you bump your tush, keep it nice, <laughs> on the ground. It hurts. Well, what happens with bonds is the same thing. They work on par values, and as interest rates rise, and if you have been paying attention at all to what the Fed has been doing, you've noticed that they have significantly been raising interest rates in a way that I believe, and many others believe, and a lot of economists concur with the reality that it has been harmful to the overall economy. So that's what's been happening. And if your investment philosophy has been the same, then you're in a place where you're just riding it out like you always have. I got to tell you, that $7.7 trillion, with a T, not B, $7.7 trillion are leaving the markets and they're saying, we're going to go find opportunity other places. You've heard me talk about this before, and if you've followed me throughout the years or if you've listened to any of the trainings that I've done uh, as I've taught advisors or even spoken on national media or even uh, through our own companies, uh, U.S. Private Wealth, Wall Private Wealth, we've talked about the reality that a lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. And that is the mission of Wall Street. You need to understand that. The mission of Wall Street is for you to stay in Wall Street. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, stay there. ETFs, stay there. Ride it out. Ride the course. Don't think creatively. Don't think outside the box. Don't look and do things differently. Look for diversity within that bandwidth. And I got to tell you what the wealthy say is we've made money other places. So we're going to go other places to find areas where we're actually going to grow our wealth. And that's why with Bloomberg Business, they just reported on that $7.7 trillion leaving the market. So how do you connect and how do you get involved? You may say, you know what, Mike? Okay, that sounds great. That's wonderful. Good for them, right? Good for them. Good for those folks out there with a lot of money, billions and billions of dollars. But that's not me. Maybe you're in a situation where you have... 3 million, 5 million, 10 million, 50 million, 100 million. I don't know what your story is, but you're in a place where you have some wealth and you're not sure how to connect. That's exactly why you need to get another set of eyes oftentimes on what you're doing. In other words, people that are thinking differently than what you've done. We've heard it said before, the old definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. It's not going to happen. You have to change what you're doing. And that's why I want to challenge you to reach out to that team. Head over to leanonthewall.com, leanonthewall.com. That's U.S. Private Wealth, Wall Private Wealth, Wall Private Wealth specifically. Their advisory services are offered through U.S. Private Wealth. But they have a great team there. 
of advisors that specialize and focus on off-market structure. They've done well this year. They've made money in 2022. Their clients have made money in 2022. It's incredible. There's opportunity that exists. Take time and look at that. LeanOnTheWall.com. Reach out to somebody. All right, so let me talk to you about a couple of the things right now that um, I said earlier that are crucial, that are different for you, that you need to be aware of right now, and why things are different and why you might be, be thinking about, you know, let's just not stay in the market. The first thing, if you think about it this way, and oftentimes we don't ever give real attention to this, but the reality of it is you are older. I am older than we have been or we were in 2008. I know you're like, yeah, Mike, I know that. But I don't think you really understand what that means. In 2008, if you were 40, so let's do some math. If it's 2022 minus 2008, how much is that? That's 14 years. If you were 40 years old in 2008, you say, I remember when the markets crashed, you are now 54. If you were 50 in 2008, you are now 64. If you were 60 in 2008, you are now 74. In other words, you're 14 years older than you were in 08. What does that mean? What that means is, you don't have the time to just wait for the markets to get themselves together to catch up. And you also may be in a different season of life where you're actually taking money out of your portfolio. Now, if you're taking money out of your portfolio right now and you have market volatility, that's called reverse dollar cost averaging. That is a massive effect on your portfolio. That's one of the, in fact, I, it was, it's such a big deal that I literally dedicated an entire chapter of my book, Retire Once, Retire Well, to it. The chapter is called The Greatest Risk in Your Retirement. Greatest Risk to Your Retirement Income. And that is reverse dollar cost averaging. You must think differently. So that's one key aspect. You're 14 years older. The second thing that is huge is there are opportunities today that didn't exist 14 years ago. You may say, well, Mike, what does that mean? Just think about, think about this for a minute. If you're watching this show on YouTube, or if you're watching this show at investwellshow.com, or if you're watching clips of it on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever you're watching this, or if you're listening to this via Spotify or other things like that, a lot of those channels, a lot of those things didn't exist 14 years ago. They didn't even exist. Now, the way they uh, were designed, like YouTube as an example, was just coming out. People, It was looked at as like, ah, it's YouTube, whatever, no big deal. Now there's people that are like, okay, YouTube's a real thing. In fact, there's people that are literally getting rid of cable and just using YouTube, YouTube TV and all of these kinds of things. You got influencers on YouTube that are making millions and millions of dollars a year. It's become a real thing. You got Joe Rogan getting paid $100 million to bring his podcast to Spotify. So the way that information is delivered today is different than what it was 14 years ago. 14 years ago, we didn't have electric cars <laughs> the way we do today. I mean, there's so many things that have changed. Here's a newsflash. If you didn't know this, 40% of companies live off market. So it's not just a publicly traded markets. There's lots of opportunity off market. There's a lot of real estate opportunity off market. 
So I want to challenge you as you're thinking about this. Should you walk away from the market? I'm not necessarily saying walk away, but I think you need to be more strategic. Listen, with the correct plan, you're going to have maybe things in your plan like structured products, which are going to give you the ability to have nice yield, maybe eight, eight and a half, nine percent, ten percent a year or so or more, depending on how it's designed and what the risk factors are. You're going to be in a place where you're going to find quality real estate that exists out there that's going to give you the ability to get a nice 6 to 7 to 8% annual distribution while you're waiting for appreciation. And that appreciation could uh, yield somewhere in the ballpark of 15 to 18 to 20 to 30% a year. Sometimes more, sometimes less. And like anything else, there's no guarantees. We're taking risk in everything that we do, though. And this is what you have to understand. Even if you take your money out of the market and you don't want any risk and you put it in the bank, you're still taking risk because you're not keeping up with inflation. Private equity, investing in private companies and doing it in a way that there's no capital calls. You get an annual distribution. You're in a place where literally you have the opportunity to have access to your money quarterly, if need be, after the first year. And have the ability overall to average nice returns. The last couple of years, it's averaged 10, 11% a year. Strong returns. These are all things that are available to you, but you have to take steps to do things differently. And listen, I know our team over at leanonthewall.com, uh, they specialize in really dialing in and doing plans that are actually going to help you get to where you need to go. And I'm, I'm sharing this. I don't do, always do this on these shows, but I'm sharing this this way because I'll tell you, we have seen so many families throughout the time. I've gotten so much feedback on social media. If you're not following me there, feel free to follow me on Instagram. We talk about a lot of different things there as well and Facebook. But I've gotten a lot of feedback uh, over the course of the last month, two months, on what should we be doing. Just as I'm out walking the day and I'm talking to people and they're saying, what should I do? Should I leave the market? Should I not leave the market? Here's what I will tell you. People with wealth are not waiting for the markets to get their act together. They're going and finding opportunity where opportunity exists. Here's what I can tell you, and that is money doesn't go away. It just moves. The question is, will the advice that you're getting help you to be in a place where you have the ability to participate in that opportunity? Or will you maintain your financial relationship primarily of just a friendship and just take whatever you get? Wealthy investors don't do that. They build friendships, but business is first. They've worked too hard for what they have, and they want to make good decisions around the wealth they have. I want to challenge you to do the same. Whether that's the team at leanonthewall.com, whether that's someone else, another firm, I don't know what it is, but I want to challenge you in this season to don't just sit on the bench. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game. Get focused. You've worked too hard for what you have. Don't be with a firm or an advisor that just lacks a days ago and just, well, it'll all work out. Get with someone. Get with people that are proactive. They're looking for new ideas. They're scouring for new ideas. They're doing their research, and they're putting in the diligence, but they're finding things that exist because they're proactive. All right, listen, as always, my desire for you is to be blessed in life, to live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Share the show with somebody that needs to hear it. I guarantee you, you're having dinner, you're connecting with people, you're texting people on your phone, and they're in a place where they don't know what to do. Share this with them. 
kind of to jar them a little bit out of their maybe sedative state and start to take action on what they should be doing to improve potentially their wealth along the way. Be blessed. Talk to you next show. Keep in mind, the information shared on this show is not to be considered investment advisory advice. For specific recommendations based on your situation, make sure you reach out to a professional, whether it be financial, accounting, tax, attorney, or whatever you may need to help you find the information necessary to make good decisions.